Right, that's it. It's December. The ju- the producers and judges have no more time for you if you are not a credible finalist. You'll be given a song from a musical and you'll have to cram a randomly assigned dance into it. Then you'll go on first or second. We're not picky. We're not picky. And the judges will then pour buckets of scorn on your uh, choice and then undermark you, essentially. Uh, so, yeah, get your stuff together and go. Welcome to the Keep Dancing Podcast. I'm Ellie and I'm your host. Tonight I'm joined by a bumper podcast team. Tonight I'm joined by Vicky. Hello. Anne. Hello. Emily. Hello. And Meg. Hello. To go through the Musicals Week motions. We're your 100% unofficial, unexpurgated, unauthorised source of strictly come dancing analysis and opinions. We aren't neutral, we aren't always polite, but we do like a bit of Edina Menzel. <clears throat> if you'd like to get in touch with us, we're on the socials at Keep Dancing Pod, and we've got an email address at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com. Musicals Week, ding ding, move down the bus, um, it's all over. I yeah. I really enjoyed yeah. the opening number. <laughs> really? Well, no. No, I didn't. Segments, segments of the opening number. I yeah, I there really were there were flashes of, the of real entertainment. <laughs> flashes of real entertainment. Oh my god, Emily. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I'm I like I, I was getting really worried when Anton and Kevin, both of whom have been paid to do singing, were squeezing out notes as if it was pasta from a pasta machine. That's a better analogy than what you went for earlier. <laughs> yeah, that's better than the group chat one. <laughs> but I've had time to think of it now. Yeah, um there were bits of it that were really good. Drag Craig being... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, they should have worked singing to the actual professional singers. Yes. Because, you know, whilst they don't always do everything that we like, uh, they're better than that. Um, and, yeah, just brought Drag Craig out sooner. Yes. Like, I want more, more. Drag Craig. Craig number would have been great. More Drag Craig. Um, yeah. The we did think that we were going to get some drag Craig last week, but we thought we might get Miss Hannigan. Mm. Yeah, that's a nice. I, yeah, that's a nice I don't Yeah, I'm not so sure about the rest of the crew dressed up as usherettes and ushers, though. Hmm, that was a bit. I wish they. I wish Craig had stayed in drag for the the whole show, but I don't think the BBC powers that we had the guts for him to do that really. That would have been that would have been uh, quite piquant. <laughs> yeah. In like, was it during last week that we found out that two hundred sad sacks had complained about Johannes and Graziano dancing together? Mm, yeah, yeah. So a thing which you then, can't even see on yeah. YouTube. 
You can, yeah, oh, and yeah. since then you've had Bruno Stop. and you've had Craig. Hey! Um, it strictly is very much a show that doesn't care anymore. Discuss. <laughs> it's all gone a bit wonky. My theory is they have, because they've had a changeover in the production team, they've been trying so hard not to break the format. Um, like when you're carrying a very precious glass vase and suddenly like you're overcompensating for every wobble uh, that they've managed to, you know, trip on a loose paving flag of narrative and uh, have smashed the format. Oops. Yeah. Well, these dancers aren't going to re- review themselves. I think we're going to have to do it. Are you ready? Yeah, come on. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. We must. Let's do this. Dancing the <laughs> dancing the foxtrot, but after some consideration, we can say, consider yourself Chris Ramsey and his partner Kevin. Karen, no, what? And his partner Kevin. <laughs> There'll be complaints. Two hundred of them. Well, look, the jokes were really hard this week. Some of them just aren't funny. Some of them are just a sequence of words. But you know, it's very much in keeping with the spirit of the show. We enjoyed it. The, the, that was. I could say something really mean there, but I won't. It, that was that was genuine, unprompted cackling from all of us. I think that's a good sign. Uh, the best joke of the series was me stumbling over my words and saying Kevin, which you know, oh, on brand, I mean, on brand. Yeah. Some, sometimes you just can't be a bit of a Freudian slip. Did we consider this a chat fox drop? We. Definitely did not consider it a foxtrot. There was a bit where they sort of no. forgot what they were doing and just started quick-stepping anyway. It, it would have had to actually contain foxtrot for it to have been a foxtrot. Yeah. I mean, Musicals Week is uh, like a rules loosener anyway. Um, and so, so there were sort of five or six sections to this. And two of them were uncomfortably slow foxtrot that didn't go with the music. And the other three were either quick step sections or just general formation dance jazz hands sections. Right? Yeah. 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 Were any of them any good? Uh, Some of the jazz handy bits, but that's not what I look for in a foxtrot. The the foxtrot sections were very walky, like in Extremely the same walky. in the yes. same way that his dance last week was very walky. In fact, so walky, I'm gonna have to look look at what it was. Oh, it was a pasodoble. Mm. I think it also didn't help that the music was so fast that it was very often very obvious that they were slowly walking. Because the music was about six miles ahead of them. If you want to have an Oliver-themed foxtrot, I would say reviewing the situation is right there. Yes. Yeah, 
Yeah, but they're not going to go off over doing the situation, are they? Yeah, I mean, they're not going to quite go for the whole thing. And... No, 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 that, there's, there's, there's problems with that. But hey, they went for a thoroughly modern Millie routine. Yeah, yeah, but it had very little to do with the musical, the plot. but we'll get yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, uh, does Nancy have a nice song before she gets pushed down the stairs? It's been a long time since I've watched Oliver. I mean, Nancy's... Again, I, I... It's not a very happy musical, let's face it. It's It's not. It's no. a musical about uh, the grinding poverty caused by the rampant inequality of Victorian capitalism and people not caring about children. It's depressing. Merry yeah. Christmas! Yeah. <laughs> it's very 2019. Yeah, lots of hungry children. Sorry, I think it says something I had distorted this show's, my view of the show's content is when I actually thought it had quite a lot of Foxtrot in it, like I was expecting less. Oh, um, God! <laughs> like, I was watching it, I was like, there's actually some Foxtrot in this, like, credit to you. Um, but there was skipping and kind of general bonhomie as well. Not contained within the general mood of the Foxtrot. No. Not known for its jazz hands. I know we kind of joked at the end of last week's podcast that they, they weren't doing a thon, but maybe should do dance fusion instead. And we kind of ended up with it anyway. Everybody doing dance fusion, but the fusion is a random style and theatre jazz. Yes. <laughs> spin, spin the wheel of dance fusion. No, no, it's like the FA Cup draw. It's just a bag. It's a bag in someone's hand. <laughs> and, so, and someone's just pulling out numbered balls, going, so-and-so... Dancing the such and such. Accrington Stanley dancing the samba. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very Stone much that, me nil. <laughs> It's a bit Come like on, the secret hunter and running at guys. I did I did me, I support Nil. I did very much enjoy the Euro 2020 draw on Saturday night, even though nothing really happened uh, because it was all about sorting flags into a spreadsheet. And that is <laughs> one of your major hobbies. That's, that's, that's like my main hobby. That's, that's soothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so You've wandered away from this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think yeah. there's very much we can do Which about this. Do. So... Interestingly, the show has basically said, right, we've got the finalists. The rest of you have, uh, like, you know, to get out as fast as possible. And normally the series, do the show does at some point say, oh, I've had enough of the non-dancers and just start brutally peeling them off. Um, like, yeah, an like, an ang mm. like an angry burlesque dancer. Um <laughs> <laughs> the dance of the, the dance of the. I uh, mean, that's an image. Seven yeah. bales. <laughs> dance um, of the seven hells. Did you say? Um, I was thinking Salome. Salome. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but I, I misheard bales as hells, and I was just like, <laughs> yeah. dance of the seven hells. Seven Let's hells. go for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, if I if I'm I thinking... ever do burlesque. 
I'm thinking Salome, but with commemorative tea towels instead. Um, <laughs> and the, the bloody glitter ball at the end. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so did you notice the difference in the judges' comments now they're actively trying to stop people voting for people? Yes. Yeah, they're not being outright mean. They're they're not being they're not being mean in the way that compels people to go undermarked undermarked. I'm voting as hard as I can, uh, but they're also not sort of directly praising about how inspirational somebody is until they're in the dance off. Yeah, at mm. which point it's too late. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it is one of the one of the sort of the last remaining points of interest on the judge manipulation thing is yeah at, at what point they say things when it can still influence the outcome. Uh, so that was Chris and Karen. Did we review that? In so much that there was something to review, yes. <laughs> oh, Karen had a an unnecessary wig on. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Dancing the samba and going out on a joyful, joyful note, it's Alex Scott and her partner, Neil. Basically, this, the same thing again. Like, struggling manfully um, against a dance that wouldn't stick to the song that it had been put on. I wonder why they got they had to do the samba and um, according to like Emma and Anton, they're managing to avoid it for the whole series. Just wonder what how, how they decided that. Yeah, it's very interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, th- the samba is this season's most deadly dance now. Uh, that's mm. three eliminations on sambas. Um, and three sambas, two cha-chas, two jives. Um, mm. I mean... If only Alex to listen to our samba demonstrations last week, then she'd have been right on it. Well, I don't think... So, I don't think it was that painful. It wasn't that bad. But there was no. not much you could do about no. the fundamental mismatch between the music, the mood, the costuming, um, the shoes... Oh, I do realise, I do realise that she's got an ankle injury and she can't wear stilettos. But the main problem we have with people wearing trainers to do their dance is it's always the grippy sole shoes. And Mm. uh, dance shoes don't have grippy soles like that. Yeah, dance pumps if you're going to need pumps rather than heels. And like a dance trainer generally has a split sole as well. Yep. Mm. Yes. They were both dancing in just off-the-shelf trainers. Like Neil had gazelles with the white stripes coloured in in orange marker. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not that I noticed that going. Oh my god! What have they done to those beautiful gazelles? It'll wash off, Emily. Mm, I hope so. <laughs> Bit of acetone would uh, be fine. They. They kept trying to sell the soundtrack that I wanted. And I'm like, I, I don't think anyone goes into Strictly and goes, what I really want is a gospel song from Sister Act 2. 
It's you know? way too niche. Yes. It, I mean, I love that movie. I watch that movie a lot. And I have the, the, the picture for the song was pretty good for the movie. Um, with the robes and then the astounding the early 90s fashion. Um, but nobody goes, nobody ever goes, what I really want is Joyful Joyful. And either a ballroom or a Latin dance. No, no, when you're if you if you ever find yourself doing uh, musicals karaoke, you have to like you have to get a different disc to do Joyful Joyful. Yeah, and about three packing singers. Yeah, it's a gospel song. <laughs> but again, the show has very much decided it's had enough of Alex. And once once the glittery trapdoor is positioned under your feet, there's not a lot you can do. There's only one way yeah. to go. No. Yeah. And she only misses Someone's out... Someone's going to grab the bedazzled lever. Yeah. She only misses out one week uh, before she can be back in the, uh, in the ballroom for the giant Strictly party. And to be honest, she's yes. done a lot better uh, than I thought. Like, um... When we were mm. initially just like, I thought we would be clutching at straws to get to our Halloween initially. Yeah. I'm going to be either Chris or Alex. But I really, I think I would have preferred to watch two more Alex dancers than I'm going to. The, the two more Alex dancers would have been potentially really fun. Uh, but instead, Chris is doing. A Viennese waltz and a rumba? That... Oh, like, that's that's going to be a thing, isn't it? Mm. Uh, like, he's been doing much better with the committing emotionally to the dancers and not just arsing about. But I just... I don't know if he's got it in him to be able to commit to a rumba. It, a rumba is very Yeah, hard. a rumba is... Like, there's a very specific yeah. level of, I'm not doing this on live TV, I'm not doing this on live TV that you have to commit to to do a very good Strictly rumba. I also think it might be worth doing a rumba, like, so late in the series when you know your partner so well and they're, like, your mate and having to be all romantic with them when it's just not that dynamic at all. I mean, like, okay. I mean, I Karen's going to... Gonna... sexy press Ram- Ramsey rumba. Chris, uh, Karen, Karen's just going to keep burping in his face. That'll keep the mood light. <laughs> eat, eat a bunch of garlic beforehand. Um, that's Karen. <laughs> oh, endless banter. Endless banter. Um, the bants. So, like, neither of them really switched it up for the dance-off. There's not really much you could have done. They both no. they both did it as absolutely well as they could have done it the first time round, and they did it exactly the same the second time round. So I felt like Chris's was slower and more out of time, but you know, it seemed to come down to personal taste yeah. from the judges than any ability. Or mm. um, showing us in the dance. I'm glad Which is it was... fine enough. That's 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 a criteria. Yeah, I'm I'm glad it was two versus two though because yes, yeah, at least make it look difficult. <laughs> mm. 
so yes, uh, I saw immediately after the uh, results show went out, Michelle Visage tweeted to Alex, you know, oh, French forever, BFFs. And I, that just made me go, the, the, the true glitter fall is the friendships you make and the relationships that form um, and the unlikely, you know, celeb behavior <laughs> that happens because of Strictly. Yeah. I'm trying to cling to some heartwarming stuff, guys. And and the podcast. We have the podcast. Oh, yeah. The podcasters are strictly glitterable. Yes, that is our strictly glitterable. So, yeah, thank you, Alex and Neil, and also Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Kevin. Yes, thanks, Kevin. Neil was more emotional than I thought he would be. Neil was more what than you thought it would be? Um, emotional thing, but the the words with Tess at the end. Yeah, he, yeah. Which just made me think there was was clutching at straws. There's some kind of undercurrent there. Yeah, it was very touching. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it must be quite nice for Neil. He's got all the way to the quarterfinals on his first outing Five. as a yeah. as a partner pro. You know, that's better than say Paul Luber. I'm pretty sure he's going to get a partner next series as well. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. It should be good. Yeah. Um, I was expecting a little bit more in terms of uh, choreographical fireworks, given that he's 50% of Neil and Katya. But, you know. But if, she has, guess... if Alex has been nursing this ankle injury all season, yeah. then maybe not so much. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Yeah, we, will, I, we will see. I think I think he's quite good at working out what he, what would be appropriate for his dance partner. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Alex and Neil. Dancing an American smooth that's straining to contain the brooding masculinity of it all. It's Kelvin Fletcher and his partner Orty. Yes, it's back. Hilarious. Hilarious, hilarious. The wig's alive. The wig's alive. <laughs> the wig has evolved into its next iteration. It's grown a ponytail <laughs> and some sideies. I've if seen a, a lot of one. people making reference to the wig. Like, oh, and that I mean, is not just us that are slightly horrified by the wig. Like it, it, it upstaged him, Emily. It upstaged him. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you could have had Lord Voldemort under that wig. I have only recently seen Beauty and the Beast. Really? For the first time. Really? Yeah. We definitely and had that when we were live action. No, we didn't. We never had Beauty and the Beast. We had Cinderella. We had Alice in Wonderland. We had Sleeping Beauty. Um, but we never, we never had View in the Beast. What if I had it and I kept it in a secret cupboard so that you couldn't watch it? I mean, that's quite. Well, it's all coming out now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you have no idea how awful they were. Um, they were awfully Christmas is going to be orcs. <laughs> they were awful to me as well. <laughs> yeah, we were awful to one another. It was just um, war. Um, yeah. <laughs> It, it was spectacular. But yeah, I, I never saw uh, Beauty and the Beast until quite recently. And so I wouldn't have understood this. But I really, really, I, I enjoyed watching the, the original 
um, cartoon and I've watched the new version and then I saw this and yeah, it's great. He is the perfect uh, guy to be Gaston. So yeah, I enjoyed it. It, it's very Gaston, it was very silly. At no point would Belle have danced with him. No, it was uh, Le Jambon Entier. <laughs> the big cheese. The full ham. Oh, right. ham. La fromage <laughs> would be the cheese. I was thinking, yeah, no, I was thinking ham and cheese, so I just went down the cheese route. Sorry. I've started learning. Um, I've started learning Scots Gaelic because it's just gone on Duolingo and on account of living in Scotland. And uh, you'll never guess what the Scottish, uh, the Scots Gaelic for ham is. Is it gambon? Ham. ham. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you'll probably master that one fairly quickly. I thought an American smooth was the right dance to be doing to this. Doing to this, and I do like to see a Viennese waltz-based American smooth. Yes, it's um, it's a bit unusual and strictly. I feel like they often go for the other type of one that's just gone straight out of my head. They like the foxtrot based. Foxtrot. Yes. Um, Thank you. The, the American smooth foxtrot. They like it because it lends itself to the big, um, you know, old school Hollywood production numbers that they like to do. And there was some good staging to this. Um, I was quite impressed with him dancing on the table because that can be a bit difficult. That's Kevin's table, you know. (laughs) Yes, the Kevin Clifton Memorial table. Um, There's a brass plaque on it. Um, because it's quite difficult to dance on things like that without sort of looking backwards Mm. (laughs) or being obvious that you're looking backwards at any rate it's like dancing on a very small stage with too many other people Um, yeah and then the whole uh, antlers and all of his decorating uh, chandelier was, was an excellent touch Yes, and it was nice yeah. to see a little bit of aerial work that didn't require ten seconds of vamping and a harness. Yes. Mm. <laughs> or the hoist. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I was as I am as I often am, I was re-watching Natalie Gamedi's show dance this week. <laughs> your, your weekly check up on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just checking it's still perfection. Um, and she, when she comes down on the hoist, she's only got the little hand strap and she's just holding onto a pole. I feel like there's been a change of health and safety uh, regime and uh, well, for the worse. Yeah, I think, I think mm. an insurance actuary was possibly involved in that. But also it's Natalie Gamedi and they knew she was going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose Natalie at that point was uh, so calmly competent that, yeah, go on, do some work at height without uh, completing the mandatory training. Just a cursory strap and you're good. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything more to say about Kelvin and Oti's American Smooth? No, not really. No, they got to actually dance a dance that matched their music and their theme. Yeah. It, which did make it a bit obvious that that's what the producers were kind of doing, doing but, but that's it not was, their fault. It was very nice. Yeah, it was very nice, but it didn't reach the like the giddy heights 
that you would be hoping for at this point? No, I suppose not. It was enough to get through the week. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, so Calvin, for his two dance week, Calvin's dance card is marked as follows. A quick step. We love a quick step. Very crowd pleasing. Mm-hmm. And a paso doble. That was my combo of dances that I was like, that is going to be strong. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's going to be an 80. I hope so anyway. Yes. Yeah. Like, Narrative-wise, Karim's had his 40. Next week, it's Kelvin's turn to join the 40 club. Like, the 40s have got to start coming now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sort of expecting I mean, there to be 50% 40s. And Kelvin's peak, sort of peaks of his journey have been week one Samba, Blackpool Jive, and he needs a sort another one to just sort of like keep it consistent mm, yeah. from people's mind. Yeah. Do we think that Kelvin can get the win? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's possible. I think it's possible, and I don't think I mind ish. I'll be thrilled for OT if it happens. Uh, we were talking about what dances Kelvin has next, and we've concluded that the quick step and the paso doble will just contain his burgeoning masculinity, brooding masculinity, bursting masculinity um, adequately. Yep. I think we'll um, be more excited for an OT win than a Kelvin yes. win. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to be oh. fair, he's not got this far without OT. Well, quite. No. Well. Right, he's basically been doing what OT's told him. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, he has a very well-trained smeg. <laughs> Good fridge. I will give that a five-star review. Um, while we're talking, about, well. <laughs> while we're talking about how happy we would be for OT to win, um, is Moxie not just the best thing to happen to Strictly? Oh, yeah. God, I love Moxie. Absolutely. <laughs> The way she shaded Craig when she was saying this had good timing, <laughs> um, when he just like <laughs> pulled it apart for the same reason, such gold. Mm-hmm. When she when she planted a gigantic lipstick smacker on his cheek. Like <laughs> <laughs> she just has so much. When they're good, she has so much joy in it. Oh yeah. yeah. And when they can take a technical critique, she's straight in there giving it to them. Um, and I love that she occasionally like falls back into German. Yeah, that is <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, and that was Kelvin and Oti, I guess. Yeah. And Motsi. Yeah. And Motsi. And a special mention for Motsi. Dancing a jive that some heretics are saying in whispers that might be the best ever. It's Karim Zelwal and his partner, Amy. It certainly contained more steps than any jive ever. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to throw all the content at this and see what sticks. Oh my God, all of it did. Yeah, God. It it really, it felt 30 seconds longer than all of the other routines, but not because it was boring, just because I was glued to it. And it was just, and 
And and here's another thing. And here's another thing. And here's another thing. I am making so much content. It felt like an AJ routine. Mmm. Which is ironic because there was so much content. (laughs) (laughs) And and it was actually pulled off. I did enjoy it. He's an excellent dancer, but he's so clearly trained. Um, I like Hairspray, and I'm glad they didn't make it as weird as the last time they did it, but I still think... I don't know. Increasingly, the more I think about various musicals, they're all quite dark, really. Yeah. Yes. I don't think there are any musicals which don't have, uh, you know the bleakness of the human condition at their heart. I mean, they run on a scale. I mean, you've got things like cabaret at one end. and Which has uh, Nazis and abortions. <laughs> yep. And concentration camps and etc. Uh, Even the sound of music is incredibly dark. It, I mean... It was a nice way to close the show. But it wasn't Emily. It wasn't Meg. <laughs> I mean, like, okay. <laughs> oh, I get what you're doing there. I, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was It was a nice way to close the show. Yeah. But it was... I don't know. It just... It felt like... I really enjoy his dances, but I, with all the kind of frenetic ones, they are very frenetic. It was like, it was like, and uh, so I've been watching a lot of uh, MasterChef The Professionals. It was like a very heavy cream sauce, maybe with truffle flavouring. Like, it's very luxurious and delicious, but there is too much of it. And yes. I need, like, to work on the portion sizes or maybe to put a little bit of something sharp in there so that I can really appreciate the excellence. Because at the minute, he's just flinging excellence at us. And it's not it's not really landing with me. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm pleased for Amy that she's got this far and I'm pleased that Chrome seems to be really enjoying himself. And he was kind of basically going to be in the final anyway. Uh but he's not gonna win. Of course not. He's no. Just too good and I wonder, I wonder if we're going to get one of those finals where the judges are like absolutely praising one competitor to the hilt and then and sort of being sort of, you know, sniffily condescending about Chris Ramsey, who somehow managed to sneak himself there and Chris Ramsey went. And it's going to be like when Jay won and the final felt very emotionally strange. I would like to not see Chris Ramsey in the but mm. it's, yeah, I think it's it's going to come down to the, probably Calvin lifting the glitter ball. But. He seems like a really nice guy, but I, I don't like him. I just, it doesn't, I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. I like his mum. Oh yeah. Get Karim's mum back on. I wonder if we're just finding the sort of just the naked ambition of it all too much. Yes. 
Yeah, and sort of both him and Amy are quite uh, direct in mm-hmm. their yeah. uh, direct in their need to do well, and the public don't warm to that. They no. the public like to see what me humble me trying me I'm dead normal me not doing five fuetes at the end of my jive me (laughs) (laughs) yeah not not a man who can do the splits and then come straight back up again yeah you're not allowed to do that Mm. I mean they didn't like Alexandra for a similar reason um I feel like in the narrative of the competition with Karim after last week being in the dance off he almost needed a redemption dance he needed a dance that everyone was just going to fawn over and the only possible outcome would be a 40 oh absolutely this was a mm. narrative 40 um i saw some complaints that his kicks didn't retract properly yeah, and I think he missed a step somewhere, but what do I know? There was so much content. Yeah. Yeah. One step out of a thousand. Yeah, at this point, I don't care enough to look. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, I mean, at least Karim is doing more than we are, which is just going through the motions. <laughs> at least Karim's still putting his back into it. Right. Okay, I'm going to try not to sing the Buffy musical. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it, it, it is so good to come and talk to you guys because I keep feeling the void encroaching when I'm watching the show. Yeah, I don't it's think just... I could watch the show at the moment without... What's up? <laughs> it's just a lack of Michelle the last two weeks. Just mm. struggling to care. Dancing the Charleston significantly better than her pro. That's it. There's no joke. That is just a fact, a statement that I'm making. It's Emma Barton and her partner, Anton. A random pause to Emma Barton. Yes, Emma Barton. Dragging her pro to the semi-final. Yeah, Emma Barton. She's got herself there. Earned every single one of those 39 points herself. Yes. 100%. 100%. I really hope that Anton knows that none of them were for him. It's interesting how they didn't let Anton do much talking this week. They actually consciously seemed to make him take a back seat a little bit. It was nice. I liked it. Delightful. Mm. They could have started doing that earlier. Mm. Yes. I don't know. Maybe they don't listen to the podcast every week. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've been pretty sure. clear for like the last five seasons. Yeah. <laughs> no. Don't let Anton talk. Okay, so I tend not to like a grinny, intense, proper, um, head swivelly Charleston. And this was definitely one of those. But even though I could tell it was, even though it wasn't to my taste, I could tell it was pretty bloody good. Yes. Yeah, it's never been that we dismiss Charleston's. It's just that we don't like them because they're a bit too uh, obnoxiously chirpy. Don't know. Just hands. I mean, like, I feel like at this point we... 
I feel like we started doing them because Craig really likes them and we continue to do them because for some reason the public really likes it. Yeah. yeah I, 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 number of it's very easy it's very boring. easy to armchair judge it as well because you can tell whether somebody's swiveling or not. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you can you can tell if their side by side gets out of sync. Charleston's actually been with the show now longer than it hasn't. It started in series seven. Blimey. I know. We d- it did it really feels like we're running out of songs to sensibly Charleston to. We repeat the Charleston music most of all the songs, I think. Yeah, well, it's it's a difficult one. It's a difficult tempo, isn't it? Yeah, it's a difficult tempo, and there's not a lot of commercial uh, pop songs. Yeah, the thing, um, unless you start going heavily into electro swing. I enjoyed the acknowledgement of the um, Josephine. Baker move. Yes. Yeah. Because it's one that uh, gets used a lot, but it was absolutely one of her signature moves, wasn't it? So it's nice to see it actually get acknowledged as uh, as that. Always cite your references. Indeed. Um, so, Thoroughly Modern Millie itself. I had a look at what the original libretto was this week, and it's pretty bad. Um, dodge. Yeah, it's as... <laughs> so dodge. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. So, but Joe Clifton was in a revival of this recently. They weren't using the original libretto, were they? God, I rather hope not. Surely not. Because it's basically a musical about. Not trusting to it's, China. Yeah, it's a it's a musical about not trusting Chinese people. Oh, oh yeah, they did. They did. I saw it. Um, it was awful. Oh God. Oh great. Um, had um, I don't know who I can't remember. It was a man playing the Chinese lady character in drag. Oh, nice. And a white like, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Um, oh, with all the make- with all the makeup drawn on. Oh, oh great yellow face, little drag yellow face. Oh my god! I, I shall link you all to my review <laughs> shortly oh. after. I don't know if you've ever seen like Fred Astaire's yellow face. Like, yeah. Oh my god, it's. <sighs> I can only imagine it was worse than that. I would much rather have seen uh, Charleston to a different song. Like I know you can't pretend that like racist media doesn't exist, but you can also not like whack it back on the telly. Yeah, you can also not legitimise it by re yeah. re airing it yeah. back yes. into consciousness. Um, I mean, Chicago gets a lot on Strictly, but I feel like you could have probably done that nowadays. Oh, anything from the boyfriend, like Nicer and Nice or something. 
Yeah. Yeah, the boyfriend is surely something to raid for the... uh, For the Charlestons, yeah. For the Charlestons. And and not dredge up things like Thoroughly Modern Millie, who is possibly the furthest from being thoroughly unmodern. Uh, yeah, well, I feel vaguely grubby now. Anyway, Emma is on her way to the semi-final and she is part of the judges' chosen circle of people who are allowed in the final. Um, and she'll be doing the yeah. week one classic selection of a waltz and a cha-cha. Are we looking forward yeah. to that? No, but... Be cha-cha I, mean, I will say one waltz. thing for this. Well, you reprise Charleston. you reprise your higher scoring one, or you reprise your second one if you're in the dance off. Who are we kidding? Oh. It's going to be Karim versus Chris in the dance off next week. I don't know. It could be Emma versus Chris, but I suspect it will still be Chris. I think an Antoine Chacha could be really repellent, so I, I wouldn't put it past Emma being in the bottom two. Depends how much of the camera is on him, because that's happened a lot lately. It's all been focus on Emma. Let's not have the camera on Anton. Let's forget he's here. I wonder if he's done something horrific backstage like like he did before. Mm. 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 Um, But yeah, the waltz, I'm sure that's going to be beautiful and classic and everything. But the cha-cha, I'm nervous about. Very nervous. Mm. He's going to be in some kind of silk shirt, isn't he? Yeah, it's going to be ruffles. Mm. He's one of the only ones who, uh, when they do, when they do an, a shirt that's open to the waist, refuses to shave his chest. Which you know works if you're Crystal on Drag Race, not so much if you're mm. Anton on Strictly. Oh, speaking of speaking of drag race, uh, what about the Vivian on Strictly next year? Uh, oh. Like, I would rather it be Davina, but I think Davina might be too tall. Yes, and also too good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Davina is definitely a trained stage hoofer. It's hoofer. Um, I. I hmm. Blue might I be would... good fun because she'd get the yes, Northern we... Irish vote as well. And we haven't had much of the regions this year. Yes, it's been very uh, Anglo-centric this year. I'd like to see Cheryl. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Just girl groups oh. every week. Yeah, love it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Okay. And I mean, like, that's what Dancing with the Stars Australia did for their first same-sex partnership. They had Courtney Act um, yes. uh, in and out of drag, uh, drag. competing. And that and might in be... in some cases, literally in and out of drag. Yeah. And if Strictly is going to, um, you know, join the modern world and have some same-sex partnerships next year, that might be a nice way to do it. Um, in fact... Strictly is starting to really lag behind now because this week in Denmark um, they had uh, they had their final and the winners were Silas Holst 
and his partner, Jakob Farby. And uh, they won this, this like beautiful shot of them both on the hoist, just using the handles. And sadly, sadly, Denmark geoblocks their routines. So I've not been able to go back and look at them dancing together. But they won. They, they were highest in four out of eight episodes Highest scoring in four out of eight episodes, and uh, yeah, won the televote. Fabulous! Yay! Yeah. Excellent news. Uh, so Strictly had better get on with it. Um, Given how long we've been talking about this, like for maybe five years, feels yeah. like a long time coming. Feels like it very much feels like feet dragging now. Also, Sarah Alto, um, who is another person who would be too nakedly ambitious for the British public, volunteered to go and dance with a lady on Strictly next year, um, oh. prompting me to do the height matchup. And she could dance sort of, she's roughly the same height as Karen, Katya and Oti. Uh, so they're uh, three <coughs> fabulous combinations to think about. We've reviewed all of Musicals Week and we've also uh, had a very spectacular five minutes of Drag Race chat. Um, um, so like, we're getting to very small numbers of frocks, but there are now large numbers of us. So there might be a proper vote now. It's time to do Frock of the Week. Vicky. Oh, um, Emma. Yes, it was nice. The, the dazzle wig worked about 50% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Emma. Yeah. Mm, OT. Yeah, lovely bell cosplay. Anne. Um, I'm going to go for... Tess's um, tube of refreshers. <laughs> I like to think it was uh, Tess's pri- quality street. Tess's pride dress. Yeah. Um, oh, te- te- oh is that, I was going to say it's the test test card. Oh, the test oh, card. Just- Marvelous. <laughs> oh yeah. No, um, oh, brilliant. Meg. Um. Don't I give me the casting be- vote. No, I think it's going to have to be Emma. Yes, yes, Emma wins Frock of the Week. Frock of the Week. Marvellous, classic red Charleston dress. You've won, Emma. Anton, you didn't win this. DSI and Emma Barton won Frock of the Week. And that was, uh, like, there's maybe two more episodes of Strictly, uh, two more episodes of the podcast to come this year. We'll be back for the semi-final to review twice the normal number of dancers. And then there's nothing between us and the grand final except a week of very lovey interviews on It Takes Two. Thank you you for sticking with us so far. Good night, Vicky. Good night. Good night, Emily. Good night. Good night, Anne. Good night. Good night, Meg. Good night. And good night to you, dear listener. Keep dancing. Keep dancing.